I'm Chanel Shaw. And I'm Katie Persia McGrady. And this is Ave Spotlight. Today we are talking to Suzanne Weewee, one of the co-presidents of the Christ Child Society in South Bend, Indiana, about charitable giving during the holiday season and focusing on taking care of those most in need. Well, Suzanne, we are so excited to talk to you about the Christ Child Society in South Bend. What is the Christ Child Society? And more importantly, what is like the charitable goal of, of working with people who need help, but just like charity in general, like what's the goal of the Christ Child Society? Well, the cross, uh, the Christ, the South Bend chapter of Christ Child is been in existence for about seventy three years. Oh. We were, we are um, one of around forty four chapters across the United States. Um, we were founded by Mary Virginia Merrick um, in the national chapter is in Maryland. Um, the, the goal of Christ Child is to clothe children mm-hmm. and that we, we provide brand new clothing and used clothing for children that qual- families that qualify for um, the, the clothing. Yeah, that's awesome. So that, that it's it's really all about the kids. We do all kinds of things to make sure we we reach the children. We have um, probably all of our public and private schools are referral agencies in our county. So um, it's been a little difficult this year because of the pandemic and children in school, not in school, in school. So that kind of thing has um, delayed many parents who count on the school as their referral agency um, getting to Christ Child this year. Um, But there are other, there are probably 30 outside of the school system in St. Joe County. So we provide clothing for children in St. Joe County, and it's it's a it's a large area in northern Indiana. Mm. That's a beautiful work that y'all are doing. It it's it is in the the nice thing about it is there's so many other ways that we can support other agencies that are providing for families. For example, when um, the COVID nineteen started in. Um, March, you know, when we got to April and May, we're thinking, how can we support um, in a way that we don't usually support, but give other agents so so we had a um, a diaper drive, all masked, and people just came by, they opened up their trunk, and we pulled them out, and I would say, as far, we must have brought in probably 17, 18,000 diapers that we distributed to other agencies in our area, Center for the Homeless, um, St. Margaret's House. I mean, there are so many places that provide, St. Vincent de Paul, that provide for families. Um, Diapers just don't happen to be something we typically provide because we're all all clothing. Um, But those other agencies do. And so we wanted to reach out and help others that are helping 
the the families. Wow, that's awesome. I saw on y'all's website that you guys, um, you guys clothe children that are one to 12? In infancy to 12 years old. And if, if a child, um, a family comes in and the child, their oldest child is maybe turned 13 during the, the year, we go ahead and clothe that child. The other thing we do, because I think all of us have hearts that just melt when we, when we have to tell somebody no, and then we find a way to help. So we, um, we just go ahead and find ways we can help them. Like if they need a coat or shoes or hats or um, jeans, you know, in some way, we have ways that we can go and help. Even if a family comes in and typically it's the, the mother that comes in um, and I don't have an easy answer for that. It's just that perhaps fathers are at work or the mother isn't working now. It, it's hard. And a lot of times they'll have the children with them. But if we see that the, the parent does not have a coat um, and it's cold, we just say, do you need a coat? And they say yes, and then we seek out a size. We we carry men's and women's sizes because often children need those sizes. They go into, even 11 and 12 year olds go into like adult sizes. So we have them. Um, so it's, it's a wonderful thing. And then we have layettes, which is a real focal point of every agency every chapter of Christ Child across the country. And so if a mother has a baby in one of the local hospitals or um, one of the other agencies is aware of a parent, you know, having a child, we provide, if it's a female, a, a layette package that gives them, or male, doesn't make any difference, whatever they have, we provide a layette package that has many of the things from zero months to a year that they would need onesies, um, receiving blankets. Um, we have a lot of elderly members that aren't able to come in, but they crochet and knit beautiful blankets and booties. And so we'll provide outfits, um, all brand new things. And then even bottles, we um, always give everyone a copy of the book, Good Night Moon. But we also give parents information about how to care for your children and what to do if they're choking or, you know, just things to help them with that child. And probably one of the most beautiful things about Layettes is that if a mother has a child and that child passes at birth, we provide a handmade like gown and hat and crochet blanket for the baby. And we give that to them with a, a, a book where they can help with their grief, something they can read and pray with. So it, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. We also, through our layup program, um, we have several women's care uh, agencies around here. So where people go, we provide every year a little Ziploc bag, but in them is a onesie and a little pair of um, crocheted or knitted booties and a prayer. 
and it's our hope that when these young women and older women come in with the idea that they're not going to keep the child, that they rethink and see that this is a, a living human person that they're they're going to be, you know, making. And so, but 4,000 of these we make every year after the first of the year, and they use every single bit of them. Wow. It's, um, it's, a, it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, as you're talking, it's, it's, it's a pro-life ministry. It's, you know, so often we think of pro-life work as like, we just, we want women to choose life, but then Christ child seems to be doing the work next, which is we need to help provide for that child and, and help right. clothe them. Well, we, yeah. We also have educating children. And so we are um, in one of the local Catholic schools doing tutoring, um, providing opportunities for field trips they might not otherwise get to take. Mm. But every family that comes to the Christ Child Society, their family will get books for their children that are appropriate for their age level. Um, and it's, um, it's just amazing. And it's so wonderful to see how happy families are. I mean, it's just that they're, they want to help, everybody wants to help their children to be the best they can be. So um, it's been a wonderful um, ministry for me. I've belonged for a long time, but I retired four years ago and now I'm really actively <laughs> much more active. So it's been good. That's awesome. So I know big ideas are, you know, when you do acts of charity, it sparks another act of charity and so forth and so on. So how would you suggest people learn how to practice charity and generosity? I, I think, um, well, something that's really, I feel it's important that we help our families with that we aren't their only the only place. We also can refer them to other agencies, like at Christmas when they were thinking of, you know, their children, um, and what are they going to do at Christmas? St. Vincent de Paul has a program where you can adopt families, and we, as a community of people at Christ Child, adopted families through St. Vincent's, that we are providing clothing and toys, food for Christmas dinner, um, all kinds of things. But I think encouraging agencies to help each other across the way. But it, I think because we get a lot of clothing that um, schools and different people when they're cleaning their closets bring to us, I can't tell you how many people say, I would love to volunteer here. I would love to be here to help. And how many people do that? We get high school age students that come, we get college age students that are there. Um, and of course, again, yes, it's really difficult this year because we have to make sure that our members are safe and our families are safe. Mm -hmm. So um, we've, we have done a lot to make sure that we are protecting the people that come come to us about clothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, charitable work doesn't just stop because there's a pandemic. And in fact, it almost feels like it's probably needed even more because of the financial hardships that people have faced. Yeah, that that's true. We have, um, and we recently moved from, we used to be in an old um, Catholic elementary school in South Bend. 
and it was just not meeting our needs. So we moved to a new location. <clears throat> it's beautiful. And all of it was paid for by donations from people that wanted to see our organization be successful. Mm -hmm. um, we, in fact, our fundraise, the clothing we get for the children, um, we fundraise for that, but every single bit of the fundraising we do for clothing always goes to clothing. We never use it for administrative things or, or this building. We've reached out to other people, grants and different things to get to be able to rehab this building. It's, it's worth, if you're ever in South Bend, to come and visit. I'd love to show you around. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's on our bucket list is to get back, get back out there and do some live episodes, <laughs> I think. Um, Suzanne, what is a reason for your hope in the coming week? Our hope is that we can get more and more families into Christ child so that we can help them get the things they need for their children. Mm -hmm. And it's, believe me, it's hard. It's hard because of the, the times we're in and people are scared. They're scared to, to go somewhere and be in a line, you know, somewhere where they're interacting with so many people. Um, but you know, God has provided, we've been open since August. Um, we're open through December, about when December, we must have about five more opening days. We're even talking about opening in January for a couple days so we can make sure that um, once children go back to school after the holiday that we can catch more, more families. And we always open in an emergency. Mm -hmm. I mean, we recently clothed um, over 50 foster children so our, our hope is that we will increase in number. We will find a way to get the things we need. We just want more children. We wanna help more and more people with um, what they need for their children. That's awesome. Chanel, what's the reason for your hope? My reason for my hope would probably be that I can get out of myself this upcoming um, Advent Christmas season and do something charitable or generous. I've been very much inward um, this past couple months, uh, especially in quarantine, all you do is just kind of think about yourself. So um, just kind of get out of myself and do something for another person. That's my hope that I can find something um, good. And this sounds like a really good thing. So it's a very inspiring conversation. I always say that, you know, God provides for us. He, he's there. And we, you know, most of the women that are active in Christ child are probably from 60 and up. So it's a, a group that is very susceptible to getting the COVID-19. But you know what? On any given day that we're open, there are at least 75 women there that are helping helping to make sure that this, this happens. And yes, sometimes you worry, but I'll tell you, you, God's provided us safety. He, he wants them clothed too. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's a beautiful testament to, again, charity doesn't stop just because things are going on in our world. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, people probably need more ever my my quick reason for my hope uh this past weekend claire was baptized and so my hope is that you know as as the newest member of our catholic family um 
that she, you know, is raised and grows in her own understanding of charity. I mean, she's only 10 weeks old, but hopefully, hopefully she can, we, we can teach that well to her. I hope that we can. Um, Suzanne, where can we learn more about Christ Child uh, and, and follow you guys? I think uh, the, probably the best way is to go to our Facebook. It's a great place to go. Um, it brings a lot of people to us. And I'll tell you there, we have people trained in the building to do the referrals. And if they show up at our door without a referral form, they'll have one pretty shortly. Yeah, we'll, we'll link that in the show notes for sure. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We're, we're grateful we were able to hear your story and share more about Christ Child. Thank you so much. It's nice meeting both of you. It was nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. Like when we're called to be charitable, we like tangible ways. I don't know about you, but like when I give money mm-hmm. or I give like I went and bought these clothes, I'm going to give it to this group. Like I just I feel like I've it's selfish to say it. I feel like I've done something and like Jesus is smiling at me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I feel the same way. I think I think being able to connect a physical thing that you did to a physical, you know, and I also hate to sound selfish, but like a physical reward, like mm-hmm. you're seeing it go to an organization and to a place, there is a sense of accomplishment. Um, and I think that is great to practice charity in whatever way you can. Yeah. Um, but being able to tangibly see that you're giving something is super cool. And yeah. see where it goes. And they sound like an organization that I mean, first of all, they're across the country. So like we just talked to one chapter in South Bend because that's where Ave is. But yeah, I know I think even more importantly, finding this organization close to you or finding an organization that does something like this could maybe, I don't know, like you said, we can get out of ourselves a little bit to, yeah. to, to give. Yeah. And there's one organization, there's a chapter in Pittsburgh, which I was like, you know what, would it be worth that couple hour drive? Check that out. I I think it's like seven hours. (laughs) I mean, maybe. A little geographically challenged, but yeah. um, Yeah. I think it is great. It's inspiring to think that people can just do something for the sake of somebody else and not for like a reward because you know, what is an infant going to give back to you besides little poops. Right. (laughs) And so, um, so I think that's, that's like, so awesome. So awesome. You can find out more about the Christ trial society by following the link down on our show notes. Of course, with this coming Tuesday being the giving Tuesday after this weekend of spending on black Friday and small business Saturday and cyber Monday, Um, How valuable would it be to give to an organization, to give to any organization in such a way that you can continue to spread the gospel in a a tangible and and physical way? Ave Spotlight is growing. We are uh, nearing close to 5,000 downloads of this little Monday morning podcast, and we're so grateful that you're listening and that you follow along. Uh, We'd be very grateful if you give it a rating and a review. Give back to us by sharing this show with other folks so that more people can learn all the things that we're learning and listen to these conversations that we're having and continue to dive deeper into their faith with these quick shot convos on Monday morning about things that are relevant to living our Catholic faith in the everyday. We've got upcoming episodes about Our Lady of Guadalupe, about celebrating uh, Christmas as a Catholic, about the upcoming year, our hopes, our dreams, our plans, our fears for the coming uh, 2021. Chanel and I are really excited about the people that we are bringing on to the show, uh, and the folks and the team at Ave are, are very, very excited about how this show is going to continue to grow and expand throughout 2021. And so again, we are so grateful that you're listening. We're so grateful that you've subscribed 
subscribed, we'd be super grateful for a review. We'd also love if you would follow Ivy Maria Press over on Instagram and Facebook. We are nearing 10,000 follows on Instagram, which gives us the coveted swipe up that would let us link so many awesome things in our Instagram stories. So if you look down in the show notes, you'll also see a link to following Ave Maria Press on Instagram. We'd be super grateful if you'd smash that follow button and join us over there where you'll get all sorts of exclusive content, both Ave Explorers, Ave Spotlight, book deals, and more. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.